is Mickey Wright, and I want to welcome you to Beauty Superstars Talk, your backstage pass to experts in beauty. I believe success leaves clues, and if you want to be the best, you have to hang out with the best. This podcast allows you to do just that. I've spent my career as an award-winning hairstylist, independent educator, and salon coach who's helped tens of thousands to get more clients and make more money. I was also one of the first African-American owners of a full-service salon and day spa in the country. In short, I love beauty, business, and peeking backstage. If that sounds like you, I invite you to join me each week as I bring you the best and brightest Black artists and entrepreneurs in the beauty industry to share their stories, leave you with tips, tricks, and insights to take your business to the next level, and to take you backstage in their part of the industry. So if you're ready, let's go. Ms. Mickey Wright, I want to welcome you all to Beauty Superstars Talk. It's your backstage pass to experts in beauty. And a, a friend of mine recently asked me, is there hope? And in times like these, you know, with the pandemic, the high unemployment, tensions and division around race and politics, we're here as we sit, um, still waiting to find out who our next president will be. So is there hope um, as a black person, as a service provider, as an entrepreneur, is there hope? And my answer is there is hope. Of course there's hope. Um, number one, God is greater than any of these circumstances we find ourselves in today. And number two, we don't have to look too far to see the success stories of people who look like us who have overcome much more than what we're facing. So yes, there is hope. And I can think of no one who better represents hope than my next guest, Mr. Joe L. Dudley Sr., or Dr. Joe L. Dudley Sr. And um, I want to say just, you know, talk about someone with the odds stacked against him, um, born in poverty to one of um, 14 children to Black Southern parents with limited resources, but filled with determination that their children would live a better life. Um, early on, he was actually labeled as mentally retarded. Um, so how did this person, along with all these odds stacked against him, go on to graduate college, along with all of his brothers and sisters, uh, and along with his wife, build one of the largest privately owned manufacturing plants, distribution teams of products made for Black people, used by Black people, and sold by Black people in the country. Uh, as a Black hair company, they were ranked one of the largest on the Black Enterprise top 50 companies. His company went on to create first-class style books that feature beautiful black women and men with flawless hairstyles, makeup, and photography, and they could be found in salons worldwide. And then go on to create a university for hairdressers to learn and improve their technical skills, their cutting, their coloring, um, styling, all of that, as well as their retailing skills and their customer service that um, attracted hairstylists from literally across the country and around the world. So that's exactly why we're here. I'm actually so honored to bring to you the co-founder of Dudley's Products, um, and that is Mr. Joe L. Dudley Sr. So can we give like a virtual round of applause <laughs> just for his accomplishments? And before I jump right into our conversation, it's like I really wanted to, you know, formally um, introduce myself and let you know why I'm so passionate about these talks, um, this man in particular, and the conversation we're about to have, and the legends um, that I have been interviewing. This is a special edition of our legend series, and uh, we're excited to do this. So, um, 
let me share with you, I guess, my excitement and my honor to be here tonight. And um, I bring you some of the best and brightest black artists and entrepreneurs in the beauty industry to share their stories um, with their own narrative to take you backstage into their world each and every week, usually Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And um, again, my name is Mickey Wright. If you're on YouTube with us, it's like I want to invite you to subscribe and ring the bell so you won't miss an episode. And I actually started Beauty Superstars Talk to celebrate Black artists who are excelling in the beauty industry and tell stories that we don't always get to hear. Um, I've spent my career as an award-winning hairstylist and educator helping thousands of other stylists and salon owners to get more clients and make more money. And I'm also second generation in the business with both a mom and my sister in it as well. And I was also one of the first African-American owners of a full service salon and day spa in the country. And in short, you could say that I love the beauty industry. And so Beauty Superstars Talk in particular was born out of the murder of George Floyd and the racial tensions that erupted right after. Um, and that actually quickly spilled into the beauty industry, which after churches is still one of the most segregated industries in the country. So during that time, I actually had the honor to attend a couple of Zoom calls where some top black artists were able to meet each other. You know, we were able and knew some of the people didn't know others and actually hear their stories. Um, and for many, there was pain over subtle and not so subtle race, racially charged events, um, but they didn't let it stop them. That's why they were on the call. Um, but I left there feeling like so inspired and with a sense that people have to hear these stories. And so I've expanded my platform to be able to provide a safe space for black artists to tell their own stories, you know, without anyone creating a narrative for them. So we're here to inspire, to educate and to heal our beloved industry and also to promote um, black entrepreneurship for our next generation for beauty entrepreneurs. So um, the legend series in particular is super special to me um, I, because I think it's so important for us to know like where we've come from and how this business that we love today and provides a great livelihood for us came to be. Um, many younger stylists don't know a lot of the artists um, who've devoted their lives to helping hairstylists to progress. And it came to me like, even if you wanted to find out, where would you look? Um, we don't have libraries that you know tell us about our history and our history is not even taught in cosmetology or barber schools. So I feel really grateful for the opportunity to record history and to celebrate those whose shoulders we stand on. And so without further ado, I want to welcome my guest and share just a little bit about him before we jump right into hearing his story. So I'll read um, his biography, share just a little bit more. Um, Joe Lewis Dudley, senior co-founder of the Dudley Q brand, is one of the world's most sought after entrepreneurial masterminds. Um, why we're so excited to have him here tonight. Um, born May 9th, 1937, he's the fifth of 11 children born to Gilmer and Clara Yates Dudley. Joe grew up in a three-room farmhouse in the rural community of Aurora in Eastern North Carolina. Joe was retained in the first grade, labeled mentally retarded and suffered a speech impediment. Throughout it all, one very influential person, his mother, never stopped believing in him and is responsible for his overcoming these obstacles and becoming a role model to many, like many, many, many. Um, this journey to success began in 1957 when he invested $10 in a sales kit and began selling Fuller products door to door while still a student at North Carolina A&T State University in Greensboro, North Carolina, 
one of Mr. Fuller's goals and one that Joe Dudley actively pursues today is to help people to maximize their potential and achieve success. From 1967 through 2008, Joe L. Dudley Sr. and Eunice Dudley led Dudley Products Company to a significant level of sales. The company has been listed in the top 50 of in Black Enterprise Magazine's top 100 Black-owned businesses. Throughout his tenure, Dudley Cosmetology University in Kernersville, North Carolina, and four strategically located schools um, in the Dudley Beauty School system were created. Through education, I'm sorry, dedication, hard work, and persistence, Joe L. Dudley Sr. has indeed become the role model his mother always knew he could be. Joe Dudley Sr. is much more than just a successful entrepreneur. He is known nationally and internationally as an inspirational speaker and humanitarian who spends much of his time identifying needs and giving back to the community and mankind. In 2009, Joel Dudley Sr. and Eunice um, Dudley were featured in a national movie, Good Hair, a Chris Rock documentary about the hair care industry. And over the past 40 years, through dedication, hard work, and persistence, she has helped take um, Dudley Q brand from a very humble beginner. He's helped take the Dudley Q brand from a hum very humble beginnings to a respected and world-renowned position in the beauty industry. In June 2008, um, Joe and Eunice Dudley restructured the Dudley conglomerate and turned over all day-to-day -day responsibilities to their daughter, Ursula Dudley Oglesby, who began Dudley Beauty Corp LLC. So, wow. Um, and I'm sure that's just a little, you know, tip of the iceberg of your story. So we're so glad and honored to have you here tonight, Mr. Dudley. Well, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you. You're very welcome. You on your program. Uh, I just wanted to say some things about me and all of it. Most of it was, all of it was true. But I want to tell you about me and how I started. I started selling house to house. Mm -hmm. I took $10. And I turned it into my best year with 35 million from house to house. You know, and people ask me, how did I do that? I follow the philosophy of Jesus Christ. If you want to get something done, all this information is in my in my book. Uh uh, walking by faith, I can, I am, and I will. And 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 this will really help you get where you want to get. I really got started when I first started knocking on doors. I started with ten dollars. With the ten dollars, I took a little bag, got products, went down to the office, and picked up products. And when I first started, I was afraid. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. But I wanted to go to college. I, I wanted to stay in college. I didn't have enough money. So I went out selling. I took that $10. I turned that $10 over. And I kept buying products. Mm -hmm. And I worked with them. 
during that time, we didn't have all the programs that they have today. But I took that and I needed the money I made and I kept all of it pretty much. And I'm uh, and, and I really got myself really going. I saved my money. Now I wash my clothes, iron my clothes, and I did all the things that I needed to do to save the money. I clean houses. Inside the house, I clean them. Mm -hmm. I live with my auntie, and my auntie let me stay in the house and stay with her in order for me to save all that money so I didn't have to pay no rent. Mm -hmm. And that got me started. So I saved my money, and I kept enough money to pay my tuition. And that was exciting to me. Yeah. So after I got got it going really good, when I got it at A&T, they gave me a job on the farm. I worked on the farm. They gave me 50 cents an hour. Mm. I had to work on A&T farm. And A&T farm, uh, it really made me understand what business was all about. I got started at five o'clock in the morning at five uh, feeding chickens and gathering eggs on the farm. I worked from five to seven. That was two hours. In the two hours, I made a dollar. Mm. All right, so I made a little extra time uh, on Thursday, and that would give me an extra two hours. Mm. So I made about $30 a, a, a week. Mm. Okay. I, I, I say $30 a week. So I, I said, then on Thursday, I mean, on Saturday, I did domestic work. Okay. And during the domestic work, Mr. Brewer, gave me 75 cents an hour. Well, I was so excited. I cleaned his house, I cleaned the floors, I mopped those floors. You didn't see nothing like it. I, you, could, you could really uh, see a picture when I finished them floors. So I did what it was necessary for me to do. So when I finally finished college, and then uh, before that time, I started selling at, at the farm. I started selling in the neighborhood. And during that and selling, I made enough money, more than enough that I needed. So and, and, and saving uh, and making the money. But let, me, let me tell you about my first day out selling. I knocked on the doors and I made the first day, I made $2.60. Wow. $2.60. Mm -hmm. 
But that week I made $27. Wow, I'm so happy I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I lived in my aunt's basement. And what I would do, I got that money, I went down in the basement, and I thank God for helping me make that much money. And I kept on, I kept on working. But after doing that, making that money, I uh, decided to really get myself out there and put myself to work. But I made up my mind, I was not any longer be on the job. I, I ain't gonna make them, I ain't gonna be on nobody's job. Now, I didn't think it was wrong to be on the job if you know how to make your own job. Now, I think it's wrong then, but I decided, look, I'm not gonna work for nobody but myself. So people would say, now, how much money you had? I had nothing to start off with. You don't have to eat. I had God, that's what I told. And it went real good for me. Uh, I kept on. Now, the, 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 the real thing, thing before I even got in college, the smart boy took my girlfriend from me. Uh-oh. And boy, that really got under my skin. So one day, she said, Joe, I want to get married. I was so excited, I didn't know what to do. She said, but it's not you. I said, what? No, it's not you. I said, why? What's going on? Because I had seen that smart boy uh, help me get out of school work. I couldn't even get my own work out. So I know I couldn't have nobody else get there. So after then, she said, I said, I bet you it's not so and so. She said, yes, it is. Hmm. I said, well, he may be, because, I said, why? Because I want kids when I get married. And you're not smart. You're retarded. And I said, well, you may have some ugly kids, but he's ugly. You <laughs> have ugly kids. <laughs> I was so upset. I went, when I got home, Mom, what's wrong with you? My girlfriend. She don't worry about that. So I decided that day, that very day, that I was gonna put something in my head and nobody could ever take that away from me. I went all the way back and got first grade book, second grade, third grade, fourth grade. I studied and I studied until I got so I could pass pretty much everything. And I kept on and that's my boy changed my life. I want to tell you something. A lot of people have a challenge, but I tell them as I understand for myself that look, the worst thing like the worst thing happened to you will turn out to be the very best thing. And that's what happened to me then. 
I started, and I said, well, you know, I, I'm going to be somebody. Mama said, look, it's all right to be retarded, Joe. It's okay. But you can change that. You can be what you want to be. Now, I talk to people today and tell them things they can do and what they can't do. There's nothing they can't do. You can become what you want to become. If you want it bad enough and you want to study hard enough, those are the kind of things that have changed my life. And these are things that have changed your life. Uh, What's some of the things that I took that philosophy? I took that philosophy and I got into the beauty business. Well, I was in the beauty business and I said, well, you know, I'm going, I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. And that's what I started doing. I paid my way through college with selling products from house to house. I did that very well. People liked me. I got people to come with me. And before I knew anything, I had a big team of people. Out that selling with me. Number one, they like me. I got them to like me. Why did I why did they like me? Number one, because I like them first. Nobody can be mad with you when you are nice. You get nice, you don't have nothing to worry about. You'll find a way to make things happen. So what did I do? I decided that this was truly, well, it was already my career, but this is my career. And I started working with cosmetologists. And the cosmetologists really changed my thinking. I got them going. They came with me because, number one, I said, I'm going to make sure that you are my partner. You're my partner. I want to really work you and help you to be partner. So then I became a partner with the cosmetologist. So I put in my mind everything that I needed, I'm going to help the cosmetologist. Well, I did that. At 3,000 hairdressers, that I work with. Uh-huh. Now, I help, I train in my schools, in my advanced school, 30,000 hairdressers around the world. 30,000. Wow. Yeah, 30,000. <laughs> and, um, some of them, I have to make a millionaire. Yeah, no question. I'm not talking about a small amount, a million dollars. So from then, I work with them, 30,000 of them. I want to make 200 
and 20 salespeople. Yeah. I have salespeople that I work with that have done $10,000 in one day. That's where that I work with them. I said, I'm going to show you how to get rich. Matter of fact, I had two people that I did 10,000, I had three in the day that have did $10,000 in one day. That's 10,000 cold cash dollars. So I wanted to show them how to get rich. But I knew one thing in order for me to get where I want to get to, I first got to do it myself. Hmm. So I, I teach cosmetology. I have meetings and teaching sessions to show people how to do this. So I, 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 I did that. And not only that, I got my team. Uh, people that work with me to be able to do, uh, we, we pay for one over, over 100 kids to go to one school. We paid their full tuition, fully. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 10, 100 of them. Yeah. And I give you, yeah, I'll give a little story about that. I spoke at a high school, Dudley High School in, in, in Greensboro, North Carolina. When I went to the school, to their graduation, they was, I forget how many kids, was in the, and I spoke at the 11th grade. I said, all of you that will uh, get on the honor roll, I'm going to pay for your college schooling. And but when I tell them that first, there was only about two in on the honor roll. But I tell you, when, when we finish up that group. We paid, paid a boys. There were two, two uh, boys. When I finished up that, I paid for a hundred black boys to go to uh, college. Yeah. Now you know the women that were in the organization didn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. But then my daughter Ursula. She said, Dad, we got to get the ladies up. And we did. And we got them up. I'm sure they got a little more than over 100. It was on the <laughs> So that was some of the things that I've been able to pay uh, and do with the company. I didn't think we would be a successful company unless we have other people to be successful. Mm-hmm. Let me back up a little bit. Uh, my uh, when I was coming up, nine of us 
14 us live in a two-bedroom house. And there was a lot of flies that were coming out over here. A big old house. I'm not a big house, but a little house with all these kids and all these flies. So granddad would pray every Sunday morning about 9 o'clock. And about 9 o'clock, we all get on our knees. There would be nine on the knees. Uh before granddad would pray. And two would be fanning the flies to keep the flies from lighting <laughs> on the food. Okay. And, and granddad would pray, Lord, help this one. Go to the White House. Help the congressman. Help the president of the United States and help this. We need to help him now. Uh, and, and, and help the senators and, and all those. And I would say when he was there, God, come down here and help get some of these flies out of this house. <laughs> I learned to pray then, Lord, help me. <laughs> if you help me, I'll spend the rest of my life helping other people. And I made that promise of God. And I have kept my promise. I've helped thousands of people. That's why I tell you, that's why I, that's why I reached out there and, and helped all these kids. Mm -hmm. John Ray and some of the other people work with me, Dr. Willie Bailey, and, 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 and Roy, uh, uh, Robert Melvin. And when we go out to the uh, projects, I have a bunch of new dollar bills mm -hmm. and I would see the young kids and give each one of them a dollar. Mm -hmm. Some of the people today I go by that place and they have 40, 50, 40 years old. They're not kids and all but they go out there and, and they they will some of them still will show me that dollar mm -hmm. that I gave them and inspired them. So again, this is when I said, that's what we had done. We didn't go to the richest place. We went to the, 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 the people that didn't have. And those kids talk about what that is all about today mm -hmm. and about helping them. But then not only that, I would bring some of my, the, the kids would come out in my house. Mm -hmm. They hadn't seen a house, 10,000 square feet of space and several million dollar house. But they come and I let them know, you can do this. You can do better than what I have done. Don't, don't tell nobody you got to get back that you come from a Poor family, and you ain't gonna because your daddy and mama was poor. No, 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 no. I tell the kids too, I give them this dollar. You can run this dollar into millions of dollars. God gives the increase. 
And they, they believe that. And it is true. So as I work with those kids, most of the manufacturers in some form or another, and they have manufacturing, I've helped them. Many things that I've shared with them. The hairdresser, I work with them. I mean, when I mean work with them, I will bring to my school. I will teach them how to make it and how to be what they need to be and want to be. And I talk to them. Uh, yes, I am 83. Somebody, yeah. And they said, well, when are you going to retire? When I die? <laughs> I'm not. Retire from what? I will say to them. <laughs> Have you ever seen a rabbit retire? When that rabbit retire, it dies. Hmm. I have no, I work as long as I can work, and I have as many people as I can. I, I can't walk around that much today. But that doesn't stop me. I'm early, up early in the morning when I'm many times. So I just want to uh, share. Uh, with you and some of the things mm -hmm. i'm sure that you have some questions and i will answer some of those questions and then i go a little further i got more time okay wonderful wonderful we have had um so many comments pouring in as you've been sharing so i just want to put some of those up on the screen just uh saying Hello and thank you and and it's um, <laughs> it's overwhelming to me. So it's like I'm gonna try to and we've got a Facebook um, user who just says, "Oh my God, I love this." Um, Mickey, right, honor Mr. Dudley. And if you are on Facebook, joining us um, at the end of where it's broadcasting from, it'll have it so you can put your, your name in. So if you do want us to be able to show your name when you're um, making your post, to let us let us know. And um, we've got, trying to get, these are a lot of the hellos. <laughs> and some people inviting some other people to see this. So I really uh, appreciate that. So um, Harry Knox says, hello, my friends, celebrity stylist, Harry Knox in Nashville, Tennessee. So thank you for joining us. Um, Fabienne. Fabian, um, I truly appreciate when I used to go to your seminar, I used to take time to speak to any stylist who wanted advice during lunchtime in the lobby. I can't count how many times I read your book. And Carmel Owens, praise God for you, Mr. Dudley. Yes. Um, Michelle Lynn, I love this story. Loving what you're sharing. <laughs> and Lenitra. What does uh, Michelle say? Make your haters your motivators. <laughs> um, Rhonda Moffitt, my favorite. Mr. Dudley, we love you. <laughs> we have so many. Um, Nat Lewis says he listened to your cassette every day when he was starting out, How to Be a Millionaire with 100 Customers. Um, Paina is class of 1999. <laughs> 
there's so many um, pouring through here. So I will try to share some as we go along. But thank you all for um, for being here. Um, definitely feel free to share and let some more other folks know um, about this. This I'm sitting here on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so, um, Mr. Dudley, if I can figure out how to get this down, I will <laughs> just ask you a few questions because, like, your your story is so interesting and so compelling. And you've done so much. And I know a lot of it, like you said, that first day when you went out to knock, there was a lot of fear. So what got you past the fear to like, I know that feeling of wanting to knock on the door and being afraid they're going to answer, you know, which is actually your goal. <laughs> so how do you address that? How did you and how do you continue or share with others to how to address that? Well, my goal was bigger than my fear. Mm. I wanted to get my college, and that was important to me to finish. Mm. And that drove me. And, and like many things that I wanted, once you decide you want it, you go forward, and nothing will stop you. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Well, I don't care how old you are, how young you are, whatever the situation is. If you want it, you will get it. Yes, I had a speech impediment. Still have a speech impediment, but that doesn't stop me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just have to do it. They nothing to it but to do it. Mm -hmm. Now you, you ask what's that. Is this a good time for business? They were asking me that question. Absolutely. The very best time in the world is now. Just do it now. You read my book, Walking by Faith. You can't read the book. I'm not talking about call words. You, know, you read my book, I got, you know, in, in my book, Walking by Faith, you have to don't do like a, a classroom, just read it and just call words. But you will have to, 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 to really believe in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Not just, just call the words, but you have to believe it. And, and, I, and that's what I did. You know, I couldn't talk. Well, and I still have some more to talk to you. But you know, there have been five schools that have given me honorary doctorate. Mm. My last, last honorary doctorate is a, 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 a doctor of law. And this is the thing that's helped me in, my, in, 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 in this page seven. It says, when I pray, I say, thank you, thank you, because I know that gratitude leads to plenty. I thank God for being a God who pays all whom labor, who labor in his vineyard. A God that holds all justice in his hand. A God who is never broke. A God who is never, is a God who means me, all my needs. I thank God for Dudley product. I thank God for our loyal customer, employees. I got many 
people that have stayed with me for 30 or 40 years. So, so get the book and read it. Now, when I read a book like mine, I will talk about it several times. I don't just call words. I go over it. This one book, a book, Think and Grow Rich, I read over 300 times. <laughs> one book. Mm -hmm. I read it. Now, and, and, and here one thing I will ask you to do. Uh, meditation. Uh, so I, I, morning meditation. the morning meditation, the, the, the part of the morning meditation, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, and while you you're reading, trying that, yeah, if um, you read, Mr. Devil, what, what if someone wants to know about the name of the books, I want to share both books. So, if you would hold up your Walking by Faith, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I know people want to catch what you're talking about. So, Walking by Faith is Mr. Joe Dudley's book, and I'm going to put some of this up so it'll. Uh, role below us. And then he was also talking about the book Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill, correct? Yes. Yeah. As they call me, I send it to them. They get the book. Okay. Yeah. You'll let they us know put that in the in the notes for the show afterwards. Okay. Okay. Yes. Every the name is on page 173, a morning meditation. Every morning is a fresh beginning. Every day is a world made new. Today is a new day. Today is my world made new. I have lived all my life up to this moment to come to this day. This moment, this day is as any good as any moment in all eternity. I shall make of this day, every moment of this day, a heaven on earth. This day is my day of opportunity. Hell to this day. I look to this day for all its life. A very a, a very life a very life of life of life. In the course lies all reality of existence. His blessed of growth, the glory of action, the splendor of beauty. Yesterday is not a dream, and tomorrow is a vision. Today we will live, make every yesterday a heaven on earth. This day is life magnificent gift to me. Now, if you get up every morning and read this, it's only three few minutes. You read this. It will do something to your inner spirit. I was talking to a young person a couple of days ago, and I said, you know, the big problem that we have, we don't trust God. What do you mean, I don't trust God? I said, look, if you don't get nothing done, this one, you, if you work on it, turn it over to God. He will solve the problem for you. You just have to believe in him. If you believe in him, he will do his job. He said, don't worry about me and my well doing and your well doing for in due season. 
You reap if you faint not. You have to believe. So that's that's a part that I would love to see you read. It's on page uh, 173. Now, and on on page one, okay, the first page, I'm a, got a little exhausted, but I'm, I'll be okay in a minute. Uh, so you'll see a lot of things that you can do that you don't know that you can do. You can become that you want to become. Whatever it is, you can become that. Uh, I got two people are with me now. I'm sharing with you, them. They'll be here for a good little while. And I'm working with them because I want them to be as successful more than I am without questioning about it. And they can do it. Mm -hmm. They can be. Um, was that page 174? 173. For the 173, okay, for the morning meditation. Yeah. I'm going to put that up there as well. Mm. Well, kind of goes together. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm ready to answer some more questions. Okay. Okay. We were talking about this earlier. It's like with um, the whole sabotaging yourself. I don't know if anyone else has been there, but I know like sometimes you get to a certain point or a certain level and it's like you got to maybe the million dollar mark. I don't know if you can remember that place or not, um, but I'm sure there's been some other places where you know, you for me, I've gotten to certain places and then I've kind of found myself self-sabotaging and knocking myself back down and having to start back up. Are there any suggestions that you have for us around that, you know, kind of that mindset and being on the lookout? And I know some of the things you shared with the morning meditations and definitely prayer, but anything else? Yes, yeah, quite a few things. Matter okay. of fact, uh, I remember way back when I was 70 some years old, I started thinking that, look, I was, um, I'm 70 some years old. I'm getting old. And I said, wait a minute, you're not old. <laughs> so I said, your granddad lived to get 113. Mm -hmm. How many more years you got? Before you get there, it was 20 some years. So that's what I started thinking, because I was about to sabotage myself to rest something. I said, Rest from what? <laughs> if a rabbit rests, what's something gonna happen to him? <laughs> huh? He's gonna be made a meal. Somebody, he gonna be <laughs> gonna make a meal out of him. <laughs> so I just started thinking about this thing. I mean, it's easy to sabotage because you see other people, well, they're just 60, they're 65 years old. They think about retiring. Retiring from what? <laughs> what do you want to retire from? If an animal retire, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> so you better be thankful to God that has blessed you to live this long and being able to be about some work. Mm -hmm. So that's those are some of the sabotage. 
Oh, you need you need you can't do this. You're too old now. You can't go to and no use you sit resting. I mean, no use you working yourself this hard. So we're around a lot of people that have not made the progress they should make because they sabotage themselves. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> yeah, just stop that crazy thinking. <laughs> Go ahead. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Uh, and some of the best work you've done, you have sabotaged it. Just sit down and have robbed people of these programs. I'll tell you this. I had a group of people, and they, I tell them, I want y'all to go out and help me. Help me help these students that I had. And, and I told them, look, y'all sitting down on yourself. Get up and go to work. That's <laughs> when I was 70 years old. Some was a little older. What, 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 what you doing with your life? Right. Yeah, where you going? What you want? See, one thing that I'm trying to get people to understand their possibilities. So just think about it. What, you, what do you want? Why do you want it? Mm -hmm. And write it down. You can't just sit around. God has made you just like him. You are made in the image of God. You are no accident in this world. You are a child of the king. If you believe you can do it, the how to do it will develop. You don't have to know right now, but if you believe you can do it, the how to do it will develop. Mm -hmm. All you got to believe, you have the five President of these United States have invited me to the White House. Mm -hmm. I got the pictures. I got all this stuff. I got it. Yes. I'm in all these different countries. I open up schools in three places or more in Africa. Um, Brazil, I sent people over there. All the hairdressers that wanted to go, that could go, went to Africa, the other part of the country. You have everything you need to get where you want to get to. Mm -hmm. Right. It's in you. No, God put it in you. Now, if you don't want to develop it, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. But if you want to, just ask God help me. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm but help me. And then the other thing that we make a mistake in is we keep begging God. Don't beg him. Ask him one time. One time is sufficient. And every time you say, thank you, God, bring me closer and closer to what you promised me.
what I ask you for. Just talk to him. Mm-hmm. And if you talk to him and work, now don't just sit down talking talk to God is not just sitting down. <laughs> you out there working. Mm-hmm. You out there making a difference. And I've been looking for people that I can help get there. Now, I have a give me that part of it. I have a when the cosmetologist had copper tone, they still have enough. I think I, I talked to God to help make me a product to help the cosmetologist. Now, what happened? God did that. But what did I do? A little nothing. After I asked him, he gave it. This is the product now. And not only that, he gave it to me. Then he let me know that I could do it. Mm-hmm. So one weekend, products like this, I sold almost $100,000. But I sit down. He can't hear me as long as I sit down. <laughs> but I changed. Mm-hmm. I got one lady that came over. She will sell over $10,000 every two weeks. Mm-hmm. This would do the job. If you have a problem, we have. Then I made the product too. For a hairdresser, for the hands, mm. people that got any kind of ache. So God will give you what you ask them for. Mm-hmm. No question about it. But you got to do something with what He gives you. Right. Yeah. I didn't do all the things that I supposed to have done, but he still gave me more than enough. <laughs> more than enough. Whatever you want, whatever you ask him for. Now, they don't say he don't give you some problems, that you don't get some problems. He don't give them to you. You get those problems. They're out, in the, out, out there somewhere. Then the doctor, uh, uh, he said, you go to the doctor and check yourself out. And one time, well, gave me, I went to the doctor. The medicine I got caused me when I had to check it. Had all those difficulties. But did I stop trusting him? No, no, no. I kept on, I kept on, and I kept on, and I started getting better. Now, I'm getting better, but I ain't, I'm not getting upset. Because mm-hmm. I got a little problem. Thank you, God, for letting me be 
83 years old. I ain't about to quit now. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not about to quit. You got to keep on, keep on. Well, I, I can ask another question. Okay. Well, this I, I do these um, by month, kind of theme months. And this is retail, winning at the retail game month. So I actually have two questions for you. One is about um, hairstylists behind the chair still have challenges, you know, um, with retailing products. And we had the COVID shutdown. And I think that's, it's kind of almost the new cosmetology. We've got to get better and step up our game. And since that's your background and you spent all these years training hairstylists that have carried deadly products and done extremely well, what tips can you share with us as far as, you know, how to work with our clients behind the chair, how to build up ourselves? Because I think it's more of a mental game than anything. I did a, I did a tape, how to take a hundred customers and become a millionaire. Mm -hmm. And that was around thinking of retailing, how you retail. Mm -hmm. How much is a customer worth to you? These are some questions I like for the audience. Mm -hmm. I mean, how much is a customer worth? And some people say, well, they're spending $1,000 a year or whatever that amount is. Find out how many customers do you have? That's number one. Be thankful for them that you have. Write those customers' names down. Have a plan for every time that customer come to you or you go to them. Every time you do that, have think about it. And I have many of my people pray for customers before they get there. Mm -hmm. that, you can do that at night. I mean, let's thank God. That, and then ask God to help you, to get you to help you bless your customer's hand, your hands, mm -hmm. so you can help them to have and to have to look better and be good. Now on that tape, I wish uh, if you get that tape, uh, uh, get it, how get a, a customer to uh, how, 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 how to get a hundred customers. So you can get them to become successful. We got we get your DVD, DVD, and then you can get them to uh, CD. Uh, so, DVD and CD. Pardon me. Yes. Um, you said it's on a DVD or a CD. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Put that on. So we we will work with that person. How how do you do that? Take a real interest in that customer. Uh, don't just buy the cheapest product you can get to put on your million dollar customer. I think it's what I got on that tape. Don't do that. Uh take care of your customer. Now, the thing that helped me, uh, some of these things you can't do today, but it'll get back where you can do it. And that is, I had people, I took them out myself, went house to house, and, and, and 
and help them. But another thing is you can do is they get on that telephone and mm-hmm. thank these customers for what they have done. Something else that I did was that was happening. Every Christmas, every holiday especially, I would call my customer and thank them for Christmas and New Year's. Thank them. I spent all day long. The Christmas was not for me. The Christmas was for them. Mm-hmm. And they would get so excited. He, he calls me on Christmas. <laughs> Do something special. Yes. They told everybody around. I sold them product. Look, look at your customer as special, and they are special. Uh, Absolutely. I live in my house, driving my car because of you. Look what you've done for me. Thank you. Thank you. I got a new place to stay. I got a card out for them. Thank you. Thank you. Always has something special for them. I want to help you. So those are some of the things that I did. I, I mean, right now, some of the things I can't even think about, but if you... <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, that's helpful. I think that's the core of, of our relationships is building the relationships and, and treating each person like they are special and seeing how you can do those, you know, those little things that stand out where people are like, oh my gosh, no one else has done this for me like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You, you, just the answer. Mm-hmm. You got the answer. Heck. Um, think about it. Spend some time home by yourself sometime. How can I help my customer? Not how much your customer help you. Stop talking about these, your customer. If you be grateful with little something, he yeah. promised us he will give us much. Love your customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no, knock myself out for my customers and look at them coming late. <laughs> we say, no, look at them. Right. And they just charge more and more money for the service. And they don't want to do right. But we, we're talking down about our customers. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. People stole from me. I forgave them. I had one person took fifty thousand dollars from me. Wow! I didn't. Uh, I really didn't fire. She quit on. Mm-hmm. Then I hired her back. She became one of the best employee I ever had. You can't be God given. True. Yeah. Oh, oh, she don't took my money. I know. You let her come back? Yes. <laughs> then I had in the first part of my book, 
Bush was my bush. This young man came in jobless. Young man, he was about 30 some years old. He had never worked before in his life. He retarded, just like me. And when he came in, and Peter, I can't, he can't work. He was cleaning up my clean up the beauty salon. And I said, he said, well, he can't work for me. I said, he can work here. Now, you don't be here. It'd be all right. <laughs> but he, he had a job. I gave him two, two beauty salons to clean. Uh -huh. He cleaned the uh, salon. Then I put him in my factory. Uh-huh. One of the best workers, this young man. He learned how to cook. Over 30 years, he learned how to cook. Mm -hmm. He learned, he saved his money. I told, and mother and dad were taking care of him. I, I told him, you don't have, have to put another job in your life. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. So these people love them and God will love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bless the hairdresser. Bless the business people. Bless all of us. Yes. Open up our eyes so I can see the goodness that you have on earth for me now. Right. Right now. Oh my eyes. Wow. You see it? Yeah. All right. Well, talk to us. Like again, it's it's a retail month for us, the winning the retail game. And some people have product lines of their own, and some people may be thinking of starting a product line. Mm -hmm. What suggestions or advice would you give to anyone who is of that mindset? I tell them right now, start your business. And if you call me, I set up some time mm -hmm. for you. If you call me and sell some products, mm -hmm. uh, for instance, I have this uh, pain and ache, the nutmeg all. You can get that, and I'll show you how to sell it. Okay. I mean, I can't come to your place. You want to come here. If you get three or four people, you can come here. And you really come here and work. I mean, come here. I'll show you how to do it. So tell us how to contact you if they are interested. Uh, my helper here would tell tell. All right, Mr. Dudley's telephone number is 336-575-6314. That's his personal cell phone number. And you call me, she, she will answer the telephone uh, and give you the information. So she's my assistant that's helping me. Okay. Information out. 
336-575-6314. Okay, wonderful. Okay. And you call us uh, and give you, okay, well, she'll give the information. Okay, okay. Yeah. So thank you for that. That's very generous of you. My my life is for you to cosmetology and other people because see what I promised God if he helped me and he have helped me unbelievable. <laughs> I cannot let myself down or either him down. Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. Yeah, we'll put that up for just a little bit. And so at the time, I guess you could say of of the biggest boom or what have you, there were quite a few uh, Black-owned manufacturers, and it seems like it's gone down from since then and since that time. It, what would you say, like, caused that, and, and how do we start to have more Black-owned manufacturers of Black hair care? Let me tell you really what happened. Okay. Gratitude leads to plenty. We had all the manufacturing. We don't have very few, maybe three or four of us. Mm -hmm. We left them that we had and went to the other big companies. That's what happened. Now, the other thing is, most of us sold out. I didn't. Uh, uh, most of the bikes sold out. They got them big bucks. $150 million. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have to work no more. Mm -hmm. And they got all that money. That was about the end of it. Mm -hmm. And but before then, many of these companies, many of the hairdressers really didn't support them. Mm -hmm. Uh I'll give you an example when I started. The big drugstore came to me. Well, it wasn't a big one, small one, really. And bought a product for me. That was before I made some big changes. They, I had a product that was named, it was a milk bath product. Mm -hmm. They would buy my product. They would uh, pay me a hundred, I mean, a dollar and fifty cents for it. And they sold to their customer for a dollar. Mm. Now, what what do you think happened there? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good setup for creating value. Well, they will use my product as a loss leader on sale. Right. Because right. when that company, uh, when they would go in there, they would buy other products. Mm -hmm. They would lose money on my product, but the product they sold it for would make them enough money for them to sell to them. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And so when they run me out of product, mm -hmm. then they get 
my price, he get a seven two dollars then. That was that's what they call real marketing. <laughs> then we would not pay as much as we should pay for that quality product. So that's where the real problem come in. Mm -hmm. right. Then other people would, if they found a company doing well, they're going to help them do better. We will say we're not going to make someone so rich, but we're making other people rich. Yeah. No. So that one that I mean they tried it by me. This guy came from L'Oreal. A guy came to me. Said, look, I, I heard that all the things you're doing. You're doing things in Africa. You got the finest salespeople out there. You have this. He said, I want that the product company. I will give you a hundred and forty. It's a big amount of money. I said, Daddy product is not for sale. And they look at me and said, I came here to offer you whatever it takes. <laughs> to get the product. And I said, I'll give you a million dollars for your eyes, just one. <laughs> they said, I said, you have another one. Right. <laughs> he said, I'm the eye not for sale. I said, the same <laughs> way. Dudley is. Dudley is not for sale. Okay. <laughs> I think they got the message. <laughs> that was pretty clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because that is not for sale. Now it's just passed on to my kids or people that I wanted to pass on to. Mm -hmm. But not for sale. The one I want to get to, they can't afford it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So in order for them to get it, I had to give it to them. <laughs> right. So, that's, that's another question I had with with making the transition with, um, you know, moving the business over to your daughter. And I think your son and other daughter may be involved as well. What's that been like for you? Great. <laughs> great. Matter of fact, it, been, it hasn't been hard because their mom and me, Mr. and I, we had the kids involved from the time they were birth. It was theirs. But they had to work for it. Mm -hmm. They couldn't afford to pay for it. <laughs> but you learn about working for it. Right. What I want to do with it, where I'm going, I don't be needing no money. I ain't gonna need no product. No, that's not what I'm gonna need. 
Now I want people to say that was a good man. Mm-hmm. He left an inheritance to his children. Yes. Yeah. Then not only that, we taught them. All of them had a little business. Well, it turned out to be big business. <laughs> but all of them, they're doing something. Joe yeah. Jr., Ursula, Engineer. Yeah. I taught them how to buy business. They bought business. Mm-hmm. So I tell people they make your kids go to work. Don't tell your kids you don't want them to work as hard as you do. I tell my kids and tell them I want you to work smarter and harder. Mm-hmm. And they do that. Right. It's just amazing. I go to that factory. And I look at that factory. And I talk to my, I meet with my kids once a week, every week, and talk to them about that business. I, we don't just play around. Mm-hmm. I go to that factory and they run it all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about 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 it. Right, that's awesome. And it's like I love you know the the values you instilled in your children and seeing the the fruit of your labor. I guess at this point, yes, powerful. Oh yeah, I'm just so excited, and they got high position. When mm-hmm. I think about my uh, oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. Ursula, she was in the classroom with, with the President Obama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were in the same classroom, and both of them was in law school. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they both got Harvard Law degrees. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, she runs the fact she told Barack that you run the, the White House. <laughs> and I'm running the Dudley House. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so she's excited. Mm-hmm. Then uh, my son got a program that's all over that he do got his own company. Okay. My youngest daughter, she has uh, a couple of business. Uh-huh. Uh, she makes uh, candles. She have a spa. She has the number one spa in this Tryon. It's I mean, she they coming from everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So we are constantly doing things. Right. Yeah, I'm working. The study is working. <laughs> she runs the schools. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's doing an awesome job and doing the thing that she's doing. Yeah, that is wonderful. Yeah. So Go ahead. we're somewhere near time to you know start wrapping up, but we don't have any hurry or anything. But with DCU, I guess if I can ask you about that, um, sure. it was such a powerful thing. I don't know that there's been anything that's really like it, where people have come from all over and they learned everything they needed 
to be successful in the industry. How did you, how did that come to be? You know, what was your thought process behind it? Was it just a, a brilliant idea? Um, and how did it evolve into what it became? Well, you know, being from the very beginning of working with cosmetologists, the first thing that I started was um, beauty. Well, first, I started door to door, direct sales. Mm -hmm. I met customers at their homes and the, the, those places. Then from then, I uh, decided the cosmetology, then I started selling to uh, uh, just regular products to uh, the customers. I mean, to the, to not the beautician, but house to house. And they told me what they needed and why they were going to the drugstore. Mm. Then I decided, okay, I'll, I'll make you a product for cosmetology. I said, I'll, I'll make you a product. And I'll eventually I'll have that product just for cosmetology, which I did. I started manufacturing products. I won't put your products in no stores. I'll take them out of the stores. I did that. And then from there, I found out what cosmetology was. My customer wanted. Then I opened up schools. At one time, I had almost thirty schools. Wow. And and I said, well, I'll I'll make you uh, uh, employees, and I will train them. I will have meetings with them every day, which I did. I mean, I meet people today. I have meetings once a month. Forget it. I had meetings every day. You know, there with my brother school. He had meetings every day. And we would do that. And then I had monthly meetings for my sales rep. I spent $50,000 every month to train my hair dress. 50000 for my salespeople, I furnished them free product. I'm not for free product. I furnished them with product. Mm -hmm. The salespeople. And the salespeople let the hairdresser have products on credit. I got $8 million worth of products out there to train my people. From then, I, I did that. Then I started getting my people educated, getting the cosmetology, I mean, the sales rep. Mm -hmm. I sent to Africa, Brazil, China, all over this land. I don't have time to tell you all of it, but this is what we did. We put millions and millions of dollars out in the marketplace for cosmetology. They don't know some of this stuff. I, I didn't do it for publicity. I did it because I wanted the Cosmos House to be there with it. I, I books. I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in books, mm -hmm. style books, and it could go on and go on and on. 
but uh, love those style books. <laughs> yeah, and, and and all that stuff. We and we did it for them. We love what we did. Oh, yeah. we had the most beautiful people in the books. Oh my goodness! Uh -huh. I one day saw that some people would duplicate what we did. I don't know anybody duplicated something. Tell me who duplicated what I'm doing. I either I help them. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, and I, I'm just so excited. I really am. You're a wonderful person. Bring yeah. all of us together. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. Yeah. I mean, where else can we get this from you? You know, it's like to really be able to sit down and talk with you is, is definitely an honor and something that I want to have, you know, and have available for people to to see anywhere, anytime. And it's like, we're working on the podcast, which will be very soon. Um, so people will be able to hear these interviews on the go and get this encouragement, get the books that they need and be able to, you know, tap into all of those resources. So I'm excited about it. Grateful, definitely grateful to have you here. And I guess before we let you go, can you share any um, any money tips? It's like COVID um, came and kind of gave us a sucker punch um, earlier this year. And for a, hair, a lot of hairstylists, they were in panic mode. It's like, I've got to go to work because I got to make money. And, you know, it's like, I don't know where we're heading, but it's like the numbers don't look great. We could be looking at another shutdown. It's like you, you said early on, it's like you saved and saved and saved. What would be, you know, maybe two or three tips that you would share for hairstylists today to kind of get it, you know, get things in place if they've yeah. not set that up already? Thank you for asking that question. It's similar to what I what you need to do today. It's similar to what I did when I first got here. Mm -hmm. Everybody must save some money. If you cannot save money. The seed of success is not in you. Mm. So you got to get the seed in you. And the seed is saving some money. I had everybody that worked with me had to save $10 a week. They had to save that what they say every week. Mm -hmm. They call no money account. If somebody bought, somebody uh, needs that money for something. You don't let, you don't let, that's a no money account. You got to have save some money because if you save some money, it puts the success in you. Mm -hmm. In my book, you will read that I save uh, some money. Sometimes I would go to the bank and I put 50 cents in the bank and they would laugh at me. It's written in my book. Mm -hmm. They laughed at me. But they said, look at him now. He can buy the book, buy the bank. Right. <laughs> so, I save some money, buy a house. Uh -huh. Yeah, don't just put your money away for nothing. Buy a house. Uh -huh. yeah. Have some insurance. What was it? Life insurance. Life insurance. Life insurance. Was on. You know, mm -hmm. you, you, you embarrass you. Sit your back when you got to bury you. Uh, somebody they've been living here for a hundred years almost, and then you they don't have enough money to take care of themselves. So, mm -hmm. those sometimes some of those basic things you don't have to have a whole lot of money, 
get in the habit of saving. Mm-hmm. Form the habit of saving. And, 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 and those are some of the basic things mm-hmm. that you really need uh, need to do. I mean, it's, it's uh, another thing. Sell your customer. Don't let somebody else get that money. Mm-hmm. You just give away that money. Yeah, that, that person sit down and chip, bring that money to you. And you you send them somewhere else. Yep. <laughs> you so that's that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That sales and bring you that product to your place, right? And tell you go out and collect your thirty or forty percent, mm-hmm. and you can take that money and save that money. Save your tips. Don't don't. I I have a young lady in Cincinnati. She has saved her tips. She went to she was homeless. She didn't have no college degree. Mm-hmm. But Darcy saved her money. Mm-hmm. And she gives money to her people. She got so many uh, places now, it's just unbelievable. She's around about 50 years old. She started with nothing. Mm-hmm. Black lady, young lady. Mm-hmm. She came to my training, and she now have millions. Mm-hmm. I'm not, she'll tell you herself. Mm-hmm. Ain't still, she didn't have no uh, uh, rich honey daddy. <laughs> huh. Her own one. Matter of fact, she, she would take care of them. <laughs> but she got sense enough to get if they don't do right. And they didn't. She let them go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't hold on to something that biting you. Yes. So is there anything else that you feel like we should know before you leave us tonight? Well, forward into this next you know, next what? Yeah. 40, 60 years. Yes. We had, well, we had about three meetings a day or more. And the one thing I tell them, just get ready for, get ready now for this year coming. And that, that means you got your work now. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, save some money. I just told you that. Mm-hmm. Reading people are ruling people. Mm-hmm. Now, for the people that listen to me to, to tonight, this evening, if you if I get your telephone number and address and your what is yes, email email. I will send you some things 
that will help you. And I'll send you, I got a, a small, I got a bottle of this pain product. Mm-hmm. You send where I can get it to you and send me a dollar. You can send that in. It's one one dollar. And I will give you, I will send you uh, uh, a bottle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is try to set up um, something that'll be in the, you know, in the notes where you guys are making comments with how we can get this information to Mr. Dudley. And, um, and I also have a, um, what is it called? Actually, it's a, a training that I put together, a video on to get your finances back in shape, uh, financial survival guide. If you get that, you'll be on a special list and I'll know that you were here tonight and I can get you the access to the information Mr. Dudley's talking about. So I'll put that up here. Yeah. And, and, and if I can get two dollars, okay. I'll give you a, a good so I, that have, that will pay from the freight. Okay. That pay for the freight. Couple of bucks. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. If you want to be better to me, you can make it three. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so you told us to save, to get ready, start getting ready for next year right now. And anything else? And you know. Customer come to us for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Get ready for Christmas, and say your family, your friends. Don't just get some. Uh, you make all the money. Get them selling. Mm-hmm. All of my kids. They start selling when they were like five years old. <laughs> they were. I didn't have to buy them school clothes. <laughs> they bought their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put them to work. Don't rob your kids of opportunity. Mm-hmm. You'll see in my book the person people got. You had your 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 daughter. She was out there. Pit bulldog got in her, and um, and. She's one had a go. She wants to sell. She, I forgot what was it, 12, 13. And she wanted to sell a hundred dollars that day. Mm-hmm. Which she did. And somebody called me up. You have your daughter out there selling and a pit bulldog got at her. Oh my and god. She just left and went prop she went and skipped the street. Mm-hmm. And you could give her all that money you got, you give her some money. I said, yeah, I should do it. But you 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 could do that. I said, but I can give her some money, but I can't give her faith. I can't give her hope. Mm-hmm. I can't give her that, but she has to get it for herself. And she went out there and she got it. And now she has millions of dollars of business. Mm-hmm. And she's so excited. She, oh my goodness, she has so much joy. 
Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. I would love for y'all to say, I am, I can, and I will. Mm -hmm. I am, I can, and I will. I hope we get a chance to talk to you again. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm just coming from going to the doctor on a regular basis, but you are my doctor. You can give me an extra spirit. Well, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, you've certainly given us quite a bit just tonight, not to even mention your whole life's uh, work. We truly appreciate you. I sure yeah. hope I have helped some of you, all of you. I appreciate you. Yeah, again, there's so many... Um, so many comments and this like, whoa. <laughs> um, same is the only way. Um, Faina writes, she's second generation hairstylist. Her paternal grandma went to DCU at the age of 60 in 1990 and she went in 1999. Deadly and Grandma Marie proud. I wish she was still here. <laughs> yeah. Yep, she's someone who didn't believe in sitting down and retiring and <laughs> all of that. So, yes, it's like you have um, so many um, comments here. They'll all be in the in the comment section. But, um, yes, it's wonderful. been a pleasure to have you here with us. And I want to, you know, to thank you. I want to thank everybody who's been here, all of you guys who are watching live and putting in all your comments and all of you who are, um, actually seeing this as a replay. It's like, thanks for being here. Um, we are, as I said, in the midst of um, our month for um, winning the retail game. And so we will actually continue with that for next, um, next week. Uh, we'll have the retail boss, Kina, and I'm trying to get this down. There it is, okay. <laughs> Still working all these kinks out with the technology, but um, Kina Merriweather will be here on um, Tuesday night, Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And she will share on um, what is, you know, is, is cosmetology or retail in the new cosmetology, because there's so much that we need to learn and embrace and shift in terms of our mindset. We so appreciate everything that you shared with us, Mr. Dudley. It's like, it feels like if we can't go out and do it now, it's like, we just can't go out and do it, but we can and, um, and we will. So, um, but join us for that. It's like, we'll have um, the following Tuesday, Jane Carter will be here um, and she's um, cosmetologist turned product maven. And if you have questions about maybe starting or launching a, business with products, or if you have products you already have, but you want to scale them up, it's like she's going to share some things from her experience with us. And then we'll end with Thomas Fawcett, um, who is going to share with us some tidbits from his new book, which is coming out very soon. It's called Shut Up and Close the Deal. And he's going to help us embrace our, our inner salesperson. So We've got a real great month planned and we've got some super exciting things coming up for December. So I'll keep you posted on that soon and um, definitely look for the podcast over the next um, couple weeks, I would say, maybe even sooner. So um, again, I want to thank you so much, Mr. Dudley, for being here. 
and sharing so generously with us. We'll get the information out to everyone. I'll um, put some information in, you know, go on all the different places where we're broadcasting and put the information. And if you visit beautysuperstars.com, it's beautysuperstars with an S on the end.com. Um, there's actually the free gift that's there. If you put your name in, it pops up like one second after you get there, a blue box. Um, put your name and information in there, and I will um, be able to reach out to you with the information for Mr. Dudley. So I want to thank you all, and I definitely look forward to uh, getting to, together next time, which is next Tuesday. Um, I want to continue to interview some of these legends in our industry. We are like definitely extremely grateful to you and all that you've done for our industry. So thank you so much. Thanks to your whole team for getting this all together for us. And we're definitely so glad you're feeling better. So, yes. So thank you. You guys, everyone have a wonderful evening and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank